Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The thing is, you can just pee in a fish tank and it doesn't matter. People pee in the ocean and all the fish live. People pee in the rivers and all the fish live. A fish tank is the the amount, though. <laughs> I'd be like dumping like, <laughs> like truckloads of piss into a river. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't see any 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 fish having weird abnormalities, even in a small pond. You know, a lot of people, you know, say you throw a dog into a pool. You know, kids have been pooping and peeing in that shit. Nothing happens to the dog. The dog's fine. Kids have been pooping in the pool. <laughs> kids poop in the pool all yeah, the time. Yeah, but they shut the pool down when kids do that. Ah, uh, that's if they catch the poop. <laughs> does does it just sink to the bottom? Uh, it it'll it, it can spread and become powder in the corner, and and then eventually powder. it'll yeah, like a powdery. <laughs> you never seen poop in a pool? I haven't. No, never seen someone poop in a pool before. I've never seen someone poop in a pool. It's a sight. Have you? You've seen someone poop in a pool? Yeah. Have you been the one to do it? No. I remember they it was gross. My neighborhood pool growing up, they had we to all sh- went zoop. They had to they had to shut it down a bunch. Yeah, at least every summer, at least three t- three different times, someone would shit in the pool and they have to close it down. <laughs> and then one time, a grown ass man threw up in the pool because he was drunk, and they shut it down for like a week. Poor guy. I know. At least he got it out of his system. Well, I know. With that, uh, welcome uh, back everybody to another episode of the Super Mega Cast, episode one hundred and eighty nine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, buddy, getting up there to 200 soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woo. Almost at 300. I, I, we got to do something special for 200. Do we? People have been DMing me lately about, like, apparently there was some story about Jim putting beer in, I think it's the Budweiser swim story. Trunks. But I think there was, like, I told the truth, and then, like, there was a joke I added that was fake that people thought was real. I don't know. Okay, so here's I'm the all, thing. I'm always confused about stuff that we have to remember. We said this shit so long ago. Like, so, like the 50 states. I, I don't know where the fuck. Sorry. Are Sorry. you done with that mint? I'm getting I'm getting done with it. I, okay. It was bothering me. Almost done. <sighs> Sorry. Now, guys, I, now have some water. It's going to be feel cool going down. No, this ain't water. Oh, what is it? What is that? A little vodka tonic. No, it's not. It is. What? Vodka tonic. You drinking? You drinking on the job? Do we have vodka? any water here? Nope. Our refrigerator dispenses water, doesn't it? Does, it does, yeah. Um, sorry. Guys, find the find wherever we said what we're gonna tell for the two hundredth episode. I ain't doing it. Link it to us so, <laughs> so I can at least go back and see what we promised. I, I think it's uh, as I said, I think it's a lie. We pro- I promised a lie. No, it's definitely a lie. Yeah. I just wanna I just wanna know what the lie is. So I can further expound upon that lie. People were real mad about the petroleum jelly story. They were. I forgot they were legitimately disappointed. Uh, there were some people that were legitimately in, pissed off. In my head, I was just kind of like, they actually expected there to be a petroleum jelly story. Because the whole thing was a joke to start. I would, yeah. Well, because I, I was trying to like... That, well, that's the trouble with us. A lot of the a lot of the times people say it's, you know... They can't tell if we're joking yeah. or not. Well, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that makes it funnier to me because 
I, I know a majority of the people will be like, oh, of course there's not a fucking petroleum jelly story. And then the people who think, you know, I mean, it is a large portion. It's, yeah. I guess, of a very vocal minority, it seems. Well, I was just, for those who don't know, on episode 100 of the podcast, we, we had... We had promised we would tell Ryan's famous petroleum <laughs> jelly story. And that really originated from some earlier episode than 100. I was just trying to put Ryan on the spot, and I was like, tell the story with you, with your mom and the petroleum jelly. And I just wanted to see what he would come up with. And he was like, no, that's a big story. We'll, we'll save that. And I was like, all right, you tell that on episode 100. That's, and, a, that's a big story. I and no to you. Yeah, you and no to me. And uh, then people really latched on to the petroleum jelly story. Sharp, dude. I've been, I've been. <laughs> last night we were watching some movies. I have some gas recently. Dude, I had a, I had a blast watching those movies with you and and listening to your very vocal flatulence. <laughs> I, I got to go back and watch that French movie. I, I was thinking about that this morning. We started it, but it's it looked it? really good, and I like. I think it was kind of just like a very loose narrative, Bonnie and Clyde mm-hmm. themed, but you know, very artistic, and the shots were very beautiful. And I can see why it's a film that people like. I don't. I forgot the director's name. He go, 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 go. It's a French, fam- one of the most famous French directors ever. Go, go, Goyard, get God, God, Godyard, something like something. that. Something. But uh, we started watching it. But the problem is when you're hanging out with your friends, and you don't see each other that often because of quarantine. Paying attention to a foreign movie with subtitles is tricky. I know. I was like, this is uh, an interesting movie to put on. The way I feel like w- we. The wailing I paid attention to all the way through. You did have to go. Uh, be, I missed the last ten minutes. Yeah, this was like a few weeks I got struck ago, with not two weeks ago or so. But um, I feel like the movies to watch where where it just everything's right when we're watching it is like Bruno, Borat, you know, shit like that. You don't really gotta get deep into it. Yeah, because there, there's movies to watch where you can joke around with your friends, and there's movies to watch where everyone just kind of has to shut up and yeah, pay attention. We did watch uh, Veronica. Was that what it is? Yep. <clears throat> because uh, Red Letter Media uh, is another YouTube channel that do movie reviews. And they're, you know, famously out of kind of like the circle of influencer in terms of they're, they're just doing their own thing. They're not like, you know, within the YouTube entertainment circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, they, they uploaded a review of, of Veronica and, you know, Harrison and I watch... I guess Red Letter Media somewhat religiously because him and I were both like, oh shit, remember that movie that they were talking about? Let's watch it type of thing. It was a bad movie. Yeah, it was very bad. And it was so bad, in fact, because it's uh, three separate short films in one movie. Um, and the last one is just a chore to get through. It was horrible. We just we skipped a little bit of it. We just like skipped here and there. Yeah. It's it's by the, uh, the singer, the lead singer from the Misfits decided he Podcast. was going to make a... a not the podcast. <laughs> Lead singer from the the band The Misfits decided to make a movie, and it's really bad. Yeah, really, really bad. There was so many tits in that movie. Yes, unbelievable. Which was which was great. Which was great. Oh, it was it, it, it was pretty easy for me to get through for 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 my for my for my straight masculine brain. Oh fuck yeah, dude. You know, I, well before the movie started, I was a little worried I was gay, and then I I started exactly all those tits on. Well, screen. it wasn't it wasn't the the breast that did it. It's like once I saw a nipple, I was like a nipple mm. on a girl is what turns me on. Yeah, yeah. Because at first they had you know seen a nipple on a guy, you're like, oh, that's a nipple. You're like, am I turned on by that? And the girls have nipples. When I see a guy's nipple, that's is he showing me a part of him that like. He would be cautious to otherwise, but no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. We, I'm, I'm Girl nipples are, are, are different. Very nice. You know very what I'm saying? nice. Yeah, we, uh, we're on the same page. That's good. Yeah. There, I actually shit myself during that movie. You did. I remember that. You, uh, you, I, I was, I, I feel like I was a bad influence because I was farting a good bit. And you know me and my farts, it's probably contagious. You want to join it in. Makes, it makes the whole room laugh. I was, getting, <laughs> I was getting a little jealous. You know, I was like, oh, well. I, I'm going to step it up a notch when I shit my fucking pants. <laughs> you did. I remember you went in there, oh, I think I shit my pants a little. And then you came back, and you're like, no, it was a lot. You shit your pants a lot. You're like, I had to go clean myself up. You came back in your underwear. It was not the You same had to go pair. clean yourself up and shit. Well, I'm glad you were there to witness it because I feel like I, I shit my pants and tell these stories so much that. You've shit your pants in my presence so many times. Remember yeah, like, the, the classic Grump's Office debacle where we had food on the way and I had to make it to our apartment in time to get you a chance of underwear before the food arrived and you would have to get the food delivered and handed to you while you had no underwear. That would have been a good 
mission in like the super mega video game. Yeah, it's like it's like a, a race against time. You have to run back. I and hate hit it. timed so, missions in video games, though. They're yeah. the bane of most fun. Well, that's essentially what you were doing in real life. Yeah, time missions do suck. Depending on, <laughs> I gotta go. It did seem like a video game. Gotta go find Matt's underwear. Find this collectible. Bring me a clean pair, which I really didn't have many of. You had to kind of just go through the clothes on my floor and yeah, bring me back something. But you did, and I I am forever grateful. And Veronica and uh, what was that movie called? The French one. Probably something. Other than that, we did watch something else. Oh yeah. Which last week on the podcast. I had not seen a single episode except for that one time you showed me the, the first, first episode. episode. Yeah. But I went back and I had to rewatch the first episode to kind of get it. But I hadn't seen the first episode of the Chris Chan documentary you were talking about. Or I had only seen the first yeah. episode thanks to you because you were over at my place late one night. Like about a month, two months ago or something like that. It was a bit. But uh, so I started watching the documentary and within like three days I had watched all 34 parts which and, uh, blew me away because it it's taken me like half a year. Really? And since the last podcast, you have gone and watched every single episode. And and my, I'm proud of myself because when we were all having conversations about the documentary, because y'all have seen it, I was able to hold my own. Oh, so you I knew wasn't. Everything. I, I didn't cheat. And you know more than me, actually, because it's so fresh. Yeah, it's in so my fresh, mind. and I, I've spaced out the watching of it. Yeah. So. Uh, you fucking, I'm, I'm so proud of you. And we watched the new new part 35 the just dropped last night. next episode's gonna be big. Episode 36 is gonna be- Oh, it's gonna be huge. A massive episode. It's gonna be a tragedy. And uh, I, I, the reason I think I stuck with the series so long is because I do find a lot of it really grotesque. You know, just the subject matter and like, when you look at it, when you really just kind of step away from it. You know, he's a very funny guy. Homosexual. I'm I'm straight. I'm straight. Damn it! All of that, like, it gets you to laugh. But like, when you think about it, it's really just like this delusional autistic man or now woman. uh, They are just struggling to grasp reality, and at every turn, failing. uh, And yeah, they fail at every turn. And you you see, there's just a lot of abuse that they go through at home and throughout their social life, but. There's also these weird things where it's like, yeah, but he was sexually harassing uh, their the only f- real friend they had at the time over and over and over again after she specifically would tell them to stop touching them because they don't see it as flirtatious. They see it as sexual harassment. There are probably over 10 emails telling Chris to stop sexually harassing them. Yeah, giving them a yeah. and she's like, you just don't get it. Stop. Yeah. And it is it is sad because um, I, I do feel bad for her. For Chris Chan. But at the root of tragedy is comedy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So you know? it, it really is a tragic comedy or a comedic tragedy. I went recently to Christine's channel and mm-hmm. uh Quickville Guardian. Well, I, the most recent one I skimmed through was like uh I think it, it was Red versus Blue season one reaction or something. It was it was a long fucking video. They were reacting to Red versus Blue. The <laughs> The machinima made by uh, Rooster Teeth. Which I'm sure that did you watch it? Because I know you when I was Red young, I watched it. I lo- I I couldn't watch. Well, they were just looking at the screen and smiling, and their and their kind of like their mouth was a little moist. And I was like, mm. Mm. I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> not, maybe later. <laughs> but seeing Barb scares the shit out of me now. Seeing what happened. Oh my with Barb. god, Barb Chris is Chris Chan's cr- mom is cr- yeah decrepit, the crypt yeah. keeper. She is old, senile. She she. She's on the brink of death, pretty much. It's weird because uh, you'll notice like this weird cyclical kind of event when you look at it because, you know, Chris having autism, even though they are self-described uh, high-functioning autistic. Um, I think autism is almost the least of their problems. Yeah, there's like there's, there's a, a lot. lot. Well, what I'm saying is like someone with this mental disability was not was not parented well they were mentally abused i would say even sometimes it sounds like they were physically abused when you when you hear about barb forcing like cutting uh, hair uh their hair yeah. but, the, but i'm talking about like early life like their developmental stages were you know being raised by a racist as such as his parents and um just bad parents 
that didn't give them the opportunity and like didn't really look out for them the best. Like the parents were really bad in this situation because I think Chris and Chris at the end of the day is like a very creative individual. Yeah. But that outlet just was just put on the wrong path. And I think it was possible for Chris to be put on the right path if if the if the parenting was better, if everything, you know, in a perfect world. But that we do not live in that world. And no. I think it's too far gone at this point, sadly. And, and what I wonder is, uh, I wonder what's going to happen when, when Barb dies. Because when Barb dies, you know, she she's the one paying the bills. She's the one that, you know... Like Chris, Chris is not gonna. Christine's not gonna be able to stay in the house. Yeah, and for those who don't, though, most people have to know who Chris Chan is. Most people know, who but Chris for those Chan who is. don't know who Chris Chan is, I think Matt, you would do a better job at kind of just giving a quick kind of summary. Chris Chan is a highly autistic and high functioning autistic. High functioning uh, autistic, and is famous, very famous, because. Uh, from from a pretty young age, they started documenting them, themselves online and posting comics they made, which their their flagship, their mm-hmm. their their big claim to fame is they created a, a comic book called Sonichu, which is a a mix the of character in general character, Sonichu. Yeah. It's 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 Pikachu mixed with Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, uh, the electric hedgehog type Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the comics were you know people people found them and started trolling Chris. And then when they discovered they could get a really good reaction, and no matter what, uh, no matter what the trolls did, Chris would always respond exactly the way the trolls wanted. It's every time, even in ep- even on uh, we're on episode thirty five of this documentary. You can watch it, uh, Gino. Gino Sam- Samuel, Samuel, incredible yeah. dude. Uh, I commend uh, them for making this in a way where there really is no bias. In, it's really just the, presenting in the narrator's in the in, in the narrative voice. Um, some people that I've talked to have had a problem in terms of like, well, do you feel like Gino Samuel should show somewhat compassion for the situation that's presented? I'm like, I honestly don't feel like anybody should be showed. I like the fact that it's just like the the documentary is Chris then does this and then shows you. It's the video. just literally documenting because there's so much documentation of Chris online. It's literally just documenting. Yeah. Like in in a in a concise, uh, I don't know if I call it concise, but in a uh, like a solid documentary, it's uh it's really good. And Matt recommended it last podcast. Now since I've binge watched it all, I can I can second that and uh, say that it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, there, you know, there are times where you can even put it at double speed if you want. There are times, you know, it's not something where you you can be looking at your phone while watching. It's it. so good to have in the background. Yeah, it's um, just fascinating. It's sad. It, it's sad. It's funny. It's fascinating. It's just interesting. And um, the documentary still has almost a de- whole, whole decade to catch up to yeah. current day. And Chris there's a Chan lot of stuff still going to on. happen. There's a lot of stuff to still happen. I follow Christine on Twitter. Uh, I have notifications on for her YouTube channel. And uh, I, 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 I try to follow what's going on now. Uh, but there's a lot in between that I don't know because I don't want to spoil it yeah. when I watch the documentary. What, what would you say is kind of your, in, for lack of a better word, uh, that's not coming to mind, but um, your favorite saga of the, of the docu-series so far? Huh. There's a lot of really good ones. I really like Liquid Chris. Liquid Chris was fun. Yeah. Um, Asper Chew, I think, is mine. Asper Chew is really funny. The Asperger's type Pokemon. Yeah. I like, of course, like, there's a lot of stuff problematic in the trolling, but I, oh, yeah. I, I, I do feel for some reason that when I was watching the Asper Chew saga, Alec, the person behind it, talked to Chris like they were, like, he was just a regular person other than like everybody else who kind of, uh, was trying to always get a reaction. I'm not saying that Alec wasn't, but Alec did it in a way where it was like, Chris, you're being very, uh, um, oh, what's the word when, uh, I, it's naive? not, not naive. Cause Chris hates that. <laughs> yeah, word. No. Uh, you're being a hip, you're being very hypocritical in the way you kind of go about things. And I, I like the fact that he was in a, in a sense, trying to talk and kind of, he took uh, Chris's narrative, like of this kind of 
because Chris thinks he, I guess he's kind of a mogul of Sonichu. He's making these moves, you know, with Nintendo. He unfortunately, you know, he left Miyamoto, poor Miyamoto out in the rain for two straight days. The Miyamoto saga. <laughs> but, um, so I think Alec met him at that level in terms of someone who also has this, this fake, uh, persona that was Asperchu and then, um, kind of fighting Chris on the same level playing field in terms of like, okay, you're going to see it as a business. Then I'm going to treat it as a, I'm going to respect it in, in itself as a business. But like, I'm going to also point out the hypocrisies that you have when yeah. it comes to just, it's like, well, Chris, you're mad at me creating Asperchu, but Sonichu is literally Sonic and Pikachu combined. Like, I don't see how you can be mad at me, quote unquote, copying you when you're the one who copied other well-known uh, characters. in the. Yep, exactly. And then I'll respond to the size. <laughs> the size are the fucking best part. And and I love where he calls him out. He's like, Chris, you know, you called me naive and I don't think that's an insult. But the problem is that you think it's so bad. And like Chris, the thing is, Chris thinks that he's, he can get things by, you know, without without people noticing. Mm-hmm. But I think because of. You know, like when he tries to disguise himself, but yeah. it's so clearly. Well, he still puts him. on Groucho Marx glasses to disguise. <laughs> that I called you and I was laughing my ass. It's still off. in the same bedroom, <laughs> yep. and there's no mistaking that bedroom for another bedroom. One that bedroom is. He puts like a rag over his face. Yeah, he puts just a blue shirt. But like <laughs> yeah. the body is unmistakable. Yeah, and that that bedroom is a uh, Chris Chan's bedroom is basically. Imagine. If you like to draw pictures and make Lego characters and stuff as a kid, if every single one of those was saved and then put up on your wall and then times that times four, that's the bedroom. Yeah. It probably does not smell very good in there. No, no. Well, I mean, you'll there's parts of the documentary where like some people are like, hey, Chris, I think you should make yourself food. He's like, oh, there's two. There's too much of a mess on the stove, and I wouldn't know where to put the oh. stuff. There was one time where he he told his mom, he's like, I don't know where to put my my sex doll. Like he's like, because he'd have to move his sex doll to get somewhere, and he doesn't know where he'd put it. In the oh, it's a like, hoarder's house. Yeah, yeah. that's another problem. His mom's a hoarder. He grew Bar- up, uh, Barb's yeah, Barb's a, a hoarder and grew up in a hoarder's house. And um, one of like it's sad because when when his dad, a little bit of a spoiler, his dad passed away. But when yeah. when when he passed away, uh. And they took him to the hospital. He was like covered in like bed bug bites and stuff. Really? Yeah. Apparently, so they they definitely had bed bugs. I and... think so. Or they had some sort of insect infestation that was biting him like crazy. Jesus. So he had to be like quarantined and stuff. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, it's really sad though, you know, it's such a weird mixture of like tragedy and comedy and it's just a spectacle, honestly. It's like, there's no one else out there that's had their life documented and their entire life online, uh, and, and have so much drama and action and, and comedy in it where it's just like, how is this real? Cause that's, that's, that's what I think when I watch Chris Chan is I'm like, how is this real? How did it get to this point? How did, how, like... 
there always has to be some sort of like crescendo or there has to be some big climax, but there never is. It just always gets worse and worse and worse. There's never any buildup. And you think there is all these big events happen like every every year almost. But there's always something else to replace it the next year or even the next week. He never learned ever no. still to this day. And and uh, well, the only friends he had a chance of making after Megan were people online. So he had to put his trust in the people online. And when he does that, when he continuously yeah. trusts anonymous people, which is his whole life is where it's the trouble starts. And since he's never going to learn, I mean, right now he's begging for money or they were begging for money um, on like YouTube. They're using Barb. I, I got blankets. I can I could sell you uh, blankets. My name is Barbara Chandler. And are you dead? <laughs> I am not dead. Release me. <laughs> he has to do that more flirtingly. Oh, man. But, yeah, we just got to the part. In the she seems like a hostage in Chris's, like, mental world. Oh, yeah. She is, I mean. Now. It, before he was the hostage. I, I don't imagine she's too happy in life right now. There's nothing anybody can do, dude. No, she, that's that. That fate's solidified. That yeah. fate's sealed. It's just wild. I, I recommend everyone look it up and research it and it's it's very fascinating it's it's a rabbit hole for sure yes it's the biggest rabbit hole of any rabbit hole on the internet i can think of and even still this documentary is 35 parts 40 minutes an episode and we're still only in 2011 i know so there's that much there there are certain, uh, as you said, what are they called? The hi not hibernation periods, but what are they called? Exiles. Exiles. Where they leave the internet. Well, the lat. I love how uh, the. F I think the second time Chris tries to leave the internet, they come back the next day, uh, <laughs> because uh, of the news of uh, a voice actor change in the Cleveland show. Of the voice of Roberta Tuck. <laughs> yeah. Changed. Did not like that. And I and I I say he and stuff because I'm referencing Chris old Chris yeah there's a lot the of flip-flopping it's 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 hard with with Chris in terms of not it's not hard to be respectful of someone that's not what I'm saying but it's hard to kind of uh pinpoint like I don't know the reality is so far from our own and you can even say, yeah, but there are people who think, you know, have spiritual beliefs and they're so different from yours that that could be a, you could, what, what do you deem as being not of, you know, not, not in our reality? And I would say, uh, when you believe that Lisa Simpson is going to replace Donald Trump in this big kind of merge, uh, of realities and the, you yeah, think the, that you're merge. in a polyamorous marriage with Sonic, I don't know who he's in a, who they're in a marriage with, but. It's just it's she. She is Sonichu. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I think she becomes Sonichu. Like their mm -hmm. souls swap or something. I don't know. That the whole dimensional. The current saga is is all about. There's a dimensional merge that's going to take place between our dimension, which is uh, dimension one two one eight, and then Sonichu's dimension, which is where all the fictional cartoon characters live. And there's going to be a big merge uh, that I think a lot of people are going to die in, and then cartoons will enter the real world. It's like uh, revelations. It's essentially like the yeah. rapture. Yeah. So I'm very fascinated by this saga. And a lot of people think it's going to end with uh, Christine dying. Really? And some people hypothesize that she's going to kill herself as like to bring about the the merge. Jesus, I hope not. Yeah, no, that'd be but very it, But morbid. it's the thing is just hard to tell. Because uh, she's so mentally ill at this point. Just there's I. it's hard. You, you can't even begin to hypothesize what is going on in, in that head. No. And there's still no help. Like nope. They're not receiving. They're, what, they're almost 40. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And they're still, uh, they're still spending all their money on like video, video games, games and shit. Yeah. Just, God damn, dude. They, uh, I remember that they got Chris to break their PlayStation 3 
because the trolls were like uh, cl- the troll known as Clyde Cash Clyde was like, I'll Cash. give you nine thousand dollars if you get Chris to nine thousand and one nine thousand and one dollars if you get him to break his PS3. And he did. And he's like, I did it. So uh, where's the money? And then, of course, you're not going to get nine thousand dollars, dude. He's like, but in his world, he thought he was being smart because he's like, I'm going to break it. But then I can just buy another PS3 with the nine thousand. It's like, oh, so he goes to pick up the money at yeah. Charlottesville Fashion Square. <laughs> Well, and doesn't find anybody. And then he finds out what well, the troll said. Wait, we did give you the money. You were wearing a brown shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, and then Chris Tito they, gave. They gave it to Liquid Chris instead. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, they're creative. The trolls are, they're horrible, horrible people. But there, there's, I do, I get a laugh here and there. But you realize they're bullying a 10 year old. Like they an, are, yeah. An eternal 10 yeah. year old. That's a good way to describe it an eternal 10 year old. And an, an, an eternal, m- mentally ill 10 year old. Yeah. It's really punching down, like to the yeah. to the utmost degree. Well, I think all the trolls, like there's not there's not one troll. Like you can be like, okay, they had fun with it, or okay, they tried like how I said with Alec. Alec, but I think, I think every one of the trolls is there's they're complicit in the current state of Chris. Yeah, every single one, even Liquid, even though people love What's that. The thing saga. Is, I mean, you're toying with somebody's reality and emotions. Yeah, so. And not even just a little bit, like, so hardcore to, like, that's their entire life. Yeah. You know? And, like, like you brought it up uh, on the last podcast. And the Gino Samuel says that, like, the trolls are literally the authors of his life. You know? It was, K- I think that was in episode characters. 30 he says that, like, at yeah. the end or something. Like, they, they decide what happens. They bring new characters in when they want. They kill characters off. Yeah. Like, they controlled his life. And they, Cause Chris they still lived, do. Because, you know, the... The trolls know this, and Gino pointed it out that Chris does live in a very binary world in terms of good versus evil because of the way, you know, look at the way they look at their comics. It's always like Chris versus this evil kind of villain, and the trolls know. It's like, okay, so we just need to create a villain, or there needs to be some sort of antagonist to Chris yeah, so we can keep getting content, and there always has to be some sort of love interest to fight over because it seems like the dynamic is always – there is someone like some antagonist to Chris, and then there's a love triangle with a girl. Yes, it's always that dynamic. And he, has to, he has to fight the guy for it, and eventually the guy wins the girl every time. Every yep. time, it's, it's <laughs> every, the same formula. They just keep plugging in, and and nothing changes. Yeah, I, I my I think you asked me my favorite saga. I think early on the the one of the first ways he ever got trolled was people were calling him gay, and and. People quickly discovered that if you called Chris gay, uh, because he, of because of his father's homophobia is so instilled in him, you could tell he really didn't like to be called gay, and he yeah. made all these videos proving he was straight, and that's really what kind of I am straight. Well, I stop like calling vaginas. me gay. <laughs> yeah. pussy. But uh, it, and, and like the trolls, oh, wait, like, I have uh, hold the, up the whole the whole beginning troll shit is they're just basically calling him gay and he's trying to prove that he's straight and they make him jump through crazy hoops to prove that he's straight. I have a little clip uh, of Chris real quick of how straight he is. Here we go. Are you ready? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hi, lick your pretty little click there. Tickle your pussy. Pussy. That video, I can't like. There's, they get them to make so many videos. And then there's this one. Oh, the belly dancing video. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the thing is, my favorite thing about the video where he's he's showing uh the girl what he would do to her her pussy is he's her wearing pussy. he's wearing a tank top that has the Mountain Dew logo on Mountain it. Mountain Dew. Mount and Dew which but is the, great. People in the comments are like, does he not realize the like homosexual implications of that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, oh Chris, Chris is a, Christine. It's I could talk about this. Could be this could be the Gino Samuel documentary of Christian's podcast where we could discuss each episode. Oh, absolutely! And, you know, I'd be wonderful. commentary on every episode. <laughs> it's, uh, props to Gino Samuel. He's got a Patreon. Go go check that out because he just puts so much work into these. Speaking of a series that you and I both love, that is unfortunately coming to uh, a long hiatus soon. Uh, <sighs> Super mega. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, the episode 10 of season five is uh, airing in a few days. And by the time this podcast is out on YouTube, it will already been out. But 
I'm excited. The, I this, can't wait. I cannot, I cannot express enough how good this show is. It is, I think, in my opinion, the best show on television currently. Now there's The Walking Dead. Since dude. Breaking Bad. There's The Walking Dead you're forgetting about. No, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I watched, I, they're on, are they on season like 13 or some yeah, shit? Yeah, they're double digits at this point. Are they? Yeah. Cause like I dropped off at like season five. I dropped off at season four. I can't believe they've made it to season I guess it's whatever somehow it makes is. money still. But Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. It's beautiful. It's, Cause you realize, um, the, the show in of itself is in the same way. It's not what Breaking Bad was. It, it is a character study and to show the metamorphosis of a character over time. But in Better Call Saul, that happens over the course of several, yeah, so many seasons. And it's this, it's small, minute changes that lead to decisions that lead to more changes over time. Whereas Breaking Bad, well, you know, it quote unquote breaks bad in the pilot episode and it's very fast paced and it's a really good show and it's a great drama crime thriller. But Better Call Saul, narratively and stylistically, and it's just like they, after Breaking Bad, Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould had all their ducks in a row oh of my kind God, of yeah. like how to really structure what they wanted in terms of tone and a narrative. And I think they've, they, they've, they've blown me away. They've they have knocked blown it out, it out of, of the park. water. Yeah, they blew my fucking socks off, my little piggies. It's yeah. fucking like... I am so excited for the season finale. I think this has been the best season so far, season yeah. five. And there's only one more left, but Ryan and I are concerned because of coronavirus if they're going to postpone shooting the final season. I know. And there's some actors in that show. I don't know how much longer there's they There's some actors. There's definitely quite a few actors over the age of 50. I mean, uh, Bob Odenkirk is, what, 60, almost 60? Yeah, I think so. Something around there. And yeah, I, did, I, I read somewhere. I don't know if it's true that his son had it or something. I don't know. Does Bob Odenkirk have a son? I think he has kids. I think he has. I'm not gonna look it up. I don't want to spread rumors, even though I just did. <laughs> gotcha, Bob. <laughs> gotcha, Bob. You <laughs> fucking moron. I mean, Mike. Dumbass. Jonathan Banks, the guy that plays Mike. He is. He's old. He's real old. And I and I watch interviews with him, and I love him as an actor. He loves his craft. He respects his craft. But like, he's he also seems not difficult to work with, but he doesn't mince words too. Like. Who he is as Mike is just kind of like take the real life. Uh, oh, what's his name? I forgot it. I just had a You just said it. The actor who plays Mike. It, Jonathan Banks. Jonathan Banks. Um, Jonathan uh, Banks. There's like a hint of like that grumpiness in his actual personality. And I, that's why it's just like casting decisions in this show are so good because you can always tell there's like a hint of visual truth to all the characters that are displayed there. Like um, Howard, for example, you know, you kind of, you can look at each character and you can tell kind of what archetype they're fitting. But yeah. what's even greater is that they're not just that archetype. They're so much deeper. Like you can look at a picture of Chuck and kind of like, Oh, you know who he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look at Howard. You know who he is. You look at, um, oh, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, it's just I I could as I said even with the Christian thing I could rant about this this specific show <sighs> all the time. It's, it's, just, it's gonna be a good episode. I, I've heard from actors. Lalo viewers. is such a good is such. I love the character. Oh, he is, He's so he is fun. fantastic. He's just, such a good actor. That leap he did in the last episode where he jumped off the cliff onto the car. I, woo! They're just doubling down on that leap because I remember a lot of people. Even even me when it first happened, remember when he burst a spoiler, not a spoiler, but there's an episode where he bursts through a roof and he comes down through the roof and it's very hard. And like uh, just the way he does it, you're just like, Jesus Christ, it's like this. Am I still watching the show grounded in reality? Because it doesn't seem real. No. When he jumps on that car, I was like, Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. Like, damn, his legs took a shock there. <laughs> Like whoever did that stunt, yeah, maybe it was actually him. But it's not him. That that shit was uh, that would hurt. <laughs> Basically, he jumps off a cliff onto an upside down car. It's almost two stories up. Yeah, he like I, I was like, whoa, maybe a story and a half. Let's say. And still, it's it's a very long way to land on a car. Yeah, because he uh, jumps up. It seems that shit that shit would have absolutely destroyed my feet and my legs. It's a great show though. I can't wait for the season finale, and I can't wait for the next season and. Once again, we have to enter that period of waiting. 
It seems like when the, when the season gets here, it goes so fast and then it's gone. You know? Oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> sounds, sounds fake, dude. It sounds like you put in a sound effect. There. It's not fake. No, it's I know real. it's not fake. It's, it's the thing is like with, with 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 that sound, I can visualize like what your what your asshole was doing. Like I can I can yeah I can exactly like see it. It's, it's very visual. Oh, I didn't even bring it up yet. I uh, I this week uh, bored in quarantine have decided to foster some kittens. Mandy so, and her and her little litter, little kittens, her, yeah, her litter, her little litter. Uh, five minutes ago, there's motion on my kitten cam. So yeah, I set them up in my closet. She has five little uh, baby. <laughs> go on. Five little Siamese. <laughs> no, please go on. Five, five, <laughs> five little baby Siamese kittens, and they're very cute. Uh, they they're, are. They're only a couple days old. They haven't even opened their eyes. Yet. I got the hold one. I know. They're so so little. tiny, like little dwarf hamsters. Yeah, man. they literally feel like hamsters right now. And they, they don't know what's going on here. They don't have their eyes I'm open. I'm going to play a video because I took a video of one and their mews are very here. My favorite video. Oh my God. They're so little. <laughs> We're watching Chris Chan. Oh, okay. That's what that is in the background. Uh, okay. Five minutes ago. Uh, on my camera, she was laying down nursing, and one of them got out of the nest area. Did and she then it, pick it back up? No, She's it, like, it, cli it climbed back in under her leg. Okay. And then she laid her head down. There's times where you showed me a video recently where she's like, ah, I'm tired of these motherfuckers sucking all my titties. And then she gets up and just kind of goes and rests. Yeah, but she gets up, but she kind of drags one out. She drags one of the kids out <laughs> yeah. still hanging on. He's just like laying <laughs> on his back like, ah, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Well, last I got very scared because last night she randomly went and took just one of the kittens out of we were watching that, it live on yeah. your because you put your you put, I put my ring camera in the yeah. closet so I can just watch them and whenever she leaves I, I get a notification so I can like make sure it's all good yeah but she just picks up one of the kittens and just takes it under my bed and just leaves it there and under my bed it's hard wood it's cold and kittens can't regulate their body temperature they mama yeah so I was getting really scared because I had heard from people that sometimes the moms will take the run and like just leave it to die so I was like oh no just slow down the pack. I know. She's like, is she trying to kill this little guy? So I went in there, and I found her under the bed with, with him. And he wasn't, like, cuddling her. He was, like, next to her, just yeah. laying on the ground. And she was hissing at me because she still doesn't like me. She doesn't like anyone. She's very protective. So if you if you come in the room or close to her, she'll just go. Yeah, I heard her kind of low grumble. Growl. It's like a warning. And if you get real close, she'll hiss. But uh, I've broken the barrier a few times where I... I She's a, she's a little sucker for treats. So if I put a treat in my hand and put it up close, like she'll she'll keep growling, but then she'll eat it. She'll be like, and then she'll continue to growl. Yeah, and then she'll eat another treat. Uh, she pissed on my carpet and shit on my carpet, so I got to get rid of that carpet. She's learning how to use a litter box. Um, but, she's gonna bury her children in the litter box. Oh God, I hope not. Luckily, she brought the the one the kitten back like fifteen minutes later. So I don't know what that was about. Uh, I was really scared she was gonna maybe because. Maybe she took it over there because she wanted to move them to like a new safe area. And then when I showed up to see what was going on, she's like, oh, shit, this place isn't safe. Took it back. I don't know. Sorry, she I just had a thought come to mind because I was thinking of Harrison holding the kittens. And yeah. for some reason, then I started thinking about Harrison. And then I started thinking of the Tucker brothers. Yeah, the fucker brothers. Yeah. They just need to start their own restaurant. You know why? Jackson wants to make drinks. They can make custom drinks, right? Harrison loves to cook. He makes delicious foods. And then Carson knows how to take pictures and videos so he could do the marketing and advertisement. Carson can be the little businessman. It's fucking perfect. Damn. T -t 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 Tucker Bros Restaurante. Except they'd make it a food truck. And I, and come they on. should do that. <clears throat> the three, three brothers? Start a food truck? That would be fun. They should do that. <laughs> I'm going to pitch that to them. Say it was you my should. idea. You should. Guys, I had the best idea. I mean, think of I mean, one likes drinks. <gasps> one loves food. And the other is uh, uh d d likes to sh make make pictures happen. Sh what happened? Sorry, no, she's she's just leaving. We're looking at the live the stream live, of the She left camp. the nest. Oh, she's eating some food right now. Wait, we we haven't seen if Wanda's still here. Oh yeah, should we yeah. go check on Wanda? Let's go check real quick. real quick. Let's see. Hold up. Hey, what? While we're gone, a little break. Your mama. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, we got a big update. Oh, huge. We just went outside and Wanda was not there. No, but in her place, two, I would say, adolescent looking little doves. Yeah, yeah, little doves. Her, her little babies. Because we were wondering if she was sitting on eggs or something, but I guess she was. She was. They have more than two babies. I don't. Don't birds have more than two babies? There might be. There might be a third one in there underneath them. But uh, we took a nice picture of them so you guys can see. Yeah, send it to me so I can put it in. That is cute. We'll throw it up right here. They're they're yeah. It's up on the screen. They're they're cute little cute little babies right there in the uh, in the nest. And Wanda's Wanda's gone. I don't know where she went. But uh, maybe maybe she's like my work here is done. I I, I mean why not. Hopefully they just just don't sit there and starve. Well, they're definitely old enough to, you know, fend for themselves now. They're kind of big. Yeah. I, I wonder if they can fly yet. They they definitely have all their feathers and shit. Wanda must be must have been sitting on them for a. She was just sitting on them. Yeah. For I a mean, good where bit. so many so many baby animals. I got kittens at home. I got baby praying mantises, orchid mantises. Found a baby possum. Baby possum. Now we have two little baby doves at the Look office. At these little guys. They are tiny. And you're thinking about. You're thinking about getting a little, uh, little, little buddy of your own. Yeah, well, I'm looking into it. I'm going to see if it's possible. There's a certain type of fish I'd really like to get, but I need to do more research first. Because uh, I, I love Lego, but there's something about quarantine that wants me to have like also just like a maybe just. Exp- I've always had more than one pet growing up. I've always, Same. I've always grown up with. I think the most pets I've ever had in a house. I had two dogs, two cats. A gerbil, two hamsters, a rabbit, and some fish. Damn. So uh, that's that's the most I've and I'm and I know there's all a lot of people. Once? Oh yeah, well I've had it. Yeah, all at once. Damn. And I know there's a lot of people who've had more than that, but I'm just saying like I'm used to just having pets and just having a bunch of animals to kind of look at and take care of and yeah. nurture and shit. I've never, I I I love cats. But they're not my go-to. Right, right. Um, so that's why, you know, I got Lego. But in terms of something that... Because I feel like I would love... You know, there's a part of me that would love to still get some... Like, get a cat of some well, sort. You want but, a low-commitment pet. But I already have Lego, and I just feel like trying to get a cat and Lego to bond and to, like, also uh, just kind of parent that household alone is a is kind of a big take. You on, gotta let it out, too, or give it a litter box, and no one yeah. likes litter boxes. So I, I'm feeling like the next step would be just to kind of get like a fish fish are great and just watch him live in his own little world there's a certain type of fish i've been looking at because apparently they're they have really good vision they can see outside of the aquarium and they're very playful but apparently like the spotted puffer fish will get like six inches long so oh, you wow. have to get like a big, get a big tank well don't won't they stop growing if the tank isn't big enough i don't think that's how it works is it i thought that like a fish will get as big as its tank essentially Obviously, it's not going to get fucking massive if you get a massive tank, but I, I, I thought just, that if you keep they a just goldfish, swim around all fast and they're fat, they're active. They their their they, faces are so funny. They grow big ass teeth. Is it legal for me? Like, are they an exotic fish? Well, I I don't think that those laws apply to like fish. Yeah, because um, could I have an octopus? J.K. Octopus would be that'd be hard to take care of because they'd slip. You know, you know they can like you know how tiny of a crack they can squeeze their body through. They're escape artists. They can open jars and shit. They're, They're very smart. Uh, it's, it's gonna get out and strangle you at night. It's gonna wrap its tentacles around you and just. I'm looking at. I'm just looking at the fish now. How do I get these? I've babies? always wanted an exotic fish tank, but that's it, just 
I'd be too scared that I, you know, that's a that's a hobby with a lot of knowledge and uh, responsibility and work, and I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah, because it's just like a saltwater tank would be so cool. That's what sucks is saltwater fish always look the coolest. It's like there's the biggest variety. They're they're so cool, but you gotta one little mess up and the whole tank dies. So it's like I think it's just like funny though like with fish in general where you'll they're a pet and you love them to some extent not as much as i guess like a cat or dog but you love them you care for them and uh at the end of the day you know they're not it's not like you uh get an urn with their ashes you you literally put them in a bag and throw them in the trash i well i buried my fish when you buried your fish i cried my eyes out she died on my birthday and uh i put her in a little box that i made and I, t- I went out in the yard See, and I, that's I dug sweet. a hole and I buried I, I was very sad. But I think a majority of people do not bury Oh, they flush fish. them. They flush them. They shouldn't flush them. No, no. The thing was that you shouldn't, I don't, you shouldn't flush like a live fish because when Finding Nemo came out, kids thought it's like, hey, that's going to send my fish to the ocean. <laughs> but little do they know there's like this. It goes straight to shit. Yeah, well, it doesn't only go straight to shit. There's like things in there where it's going to slice the fish up and kill it. It's going to bounce it around, sl- slash it up. I mean, that's for poo-poo. That's not for living creatures. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, there, how, how would you like a... to go down the toilet? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I wonder if I still have a text. Hold on, I gotta send you something. I'm actually, it's about a toilet flushing. I'm very curious about when I when I flush my toilet, where it goes. Like, exactly, like, what order. I want to send a camera down and just see, like, where, where does it go? Like, <laughs> does it go into a bigger pipe that then goes into a bigger pipe? Or, like, if anyone knows, I would, I'm very curious about the, like, way neighborhood uh sewage systems work does it go into a tank that then gets emptied out into a into a sewer is the sewer actually for for shit and stuff to go through or no uh, is it for rain i don't know i've never known if the sewer is where shit goes from your toilet or if that's just like where rainwater collects i don't know we got to start exploring the sewers i sent you a text all right it's it hasn't come through just yet oh there it is Hold on, let's see what the text is Holy shit. What the fuck? (laughs) Right? (laughs) What the fuck? Explain explain to the people what what you're witnessing. Well, the caption is, Sandy is back in bikini bottom now. Sunglasses emoji. And it's somebody... It's a a dead squirrel in a public toilet. And somebody flushes it, and it just goes... It goes straight down, dude. That's a... Dude... That's going to clog that toilet. 100%. You don't know. How is that? <laughs> How do you know? Th- <laughs> I keep watching it. It's just it's just so, it's like Augustus Gloop when he gets sucked into the pipe. It just, <laughs> I want to know why they had a dead squirrel in a public bathroom. Oh. Damn. Just videos you find, you know? Well, I didn't find it. Justin found it. That is. But he sent it to me. Liked by Frank Javc. That makes sense. So maybe Frank sent it to Justin or Justin sent it to Frank. Who knows? What a fucking... Am I going to have to follow this page? I follow a lot of meme pages. Instagram's just memes for me now. And it's... uh, But some meme pages turn... That person then uses the clout they earned and then they delete all the pictures and then they make it a personal Instagram. I also know... And like, I'm like, I don't remember following this person because I remember following like meme accounts. And all of a sudden I look and I'm like, oh, they just made it their personal Instagram now, I feel. Yeah, a lot of people do that. But a lot of people, once they get like big meme pages, they'll start uh, kind of selling them out. Or like they'll start promoting shitty products. Which I I, 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 I get it. It's a grind. But I, I just want to see my damn memes. I just want to see damn That's memes. what it breeds. You know, you know what I'm saying? You just want to what? What are you looking for? I just want to see my damn memes when I go on Instagram. I don't yeah. want to see no I know what you're spiritual about. necklace that'll that'll heal all of my, my ailments. <laughs> I want to see some funny uh, ghetto SpongeBob memes. Oh man, dude! I have it's been quarantine starting to hit me, man. It's been it's it's very hard to find motivation to do anything. I sleep all day. I like I can't find motivation to do anything. Yeah, my uh, I think I've only uh, hold on. I uh, I think uh, just yeah, quarantine is getting to. It's getting to be personal. <laughs> Ew. I'm ready to start recording this podcast like 
prison visitation <laughs> where it's like a there's a pane of glass between us. So we're we're in different rooms, but we could see each other through the glass and we have our microphones. <laughs> okay. So I don't, I don't ever have to worry about that shit reaching me. I think this is the most I've farted in a super mega cast episode. I want to make sure I mark that microphone so we can remember that one is yours. And so I don't so no I I don't accidentally use it. <laughs> Like, I don't want my lips accidentally touching that one day. What are you, a pussy? Yes, I am. <laughs> little bitch boy? Oh, man. I mean, they're good. They're, they're excellent, fl- like, A-plus on those farts. Thanks, man. I'm loving it. I just want to get it close to the mic because then you'll hear the detail. It, and these are great mics. <laughs> exactly. I can't be far away. No, you got to get a, at least a fist away, you know? Like, look at the difference here. Like, I'm talking, you know, hear the detail in my voice? But if I bring the mic up here, you can probably hear a little more detail. Maybe it sounds a little more. I don't know if it even sounds. It definitely sounds different. Oh, it sounds better. There's little. There's some more detail in there. See, but it, you know, if I if I if I'm this far from the mic and I, and I go, you know, it sounds like that. Yeah. But if I'm up, that much more fake crisp. fart. By the way, I don't want people thinking that that was real. No, that was a fake fart. That was with my mouth. I can't. I can't top Ryan's. Ryan. Ryan's are a talent. Your laugh, your farts, every all of your bodily functions. Uh, that don't involve liquid or quite quite full of talent. My gift given to me by God is just uh, the ability to make people laugh due to my bodily functions. And we love it, man. You got to take. It, you got to take. You got to step it up, though. Yeah. Let's let's see some actual shit. Say like, watch this, and like pull your pants down. Just blow shit on the table in the middle. You already of the you already have that uh, part of the duo. Yeah, I, I guess that is more of my talent. You, you know, there's one. There's the funny farts. Then there's the one who shits their pants. Well, that's not as fun, you know, because you, you it just makes funny sound and then everyone laughs. For me, it's, oh, time to go change my fucking diaper <laughs> like a little baby. I can't believe how many times you shit your pants. I can't either. And it's, it's OK. I have a question. The Joe Rogan says he has shit his pants. About he would he would bet about 12 times in his life. Do you have Joe Rogan beat, or do you think Joe Rogan has you beat? Oh, I got him. As an adult, he says 12 times. Yeah, yeah, I got him beat. Really? Definitely. How many times would you would you esti- estimate that you've shit your pants? 15. Damn, okay. I like it. You're like, it's definitely more than 12. It's 15. more than 12. Let's just say 15. I, I wouldn't say it's more than 20. Yeah. But it's going to get there. I'd say you're definitely going to hit 20 within the next five years. Oh, next five years for sure. Not in the next year. Maybe I might, I might hit like 16 or 17 before yeah. 2021, but... <laughs> Uh, I I keep see the thing is at this point I'm starting to forget when it happens. I should keep like a like a diary. A diarrhea diary where uh I just kind of like rec- like when it happens, I'll just fill in a page and write about my experience and like the date yeah. and then I can really kind of keep track. Unfortunately, I lost the records of the uh, first ones, but at least like moving forward I can keep records of it. Yeah. Records did not exist before this date. I'll do that. And then uh Robbers going to come to my house and Rob, like, who's Rob? Dude, from Robin Big, <laughs> Rob Deerdeck, and then uh, they're gonna come in and, and be like, "Oh shit, we found we found his diary and open it up." It's just gonna be like me uh, telling the tales of the times I've shit my pants, and like, "Oh, okay, maybe we shouldn't steal from this guy." You should write a U- YouTuber book called "When You Poo Poo in Your Pants." When you poo, a Matt Watson pants. story, and then a in- Matt Watson uh, memoir. And then in the corner, I'll put the YouTube logo and be like, as seen on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Like, although YouTube. Can it be the books. old YouTube logo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like 2006. <laughs> we got to write our YouTuber book still. <laughs> we do. We got we to gotta, we gotta make it just like all those other YouTube books. Every time I'm, every time I'm Barnes & Noble, I, may, I make it a, a a thing where I have to go check out the YouTuber section, which is always in like teen nonfiction, I guess. Yeah. Is that where they put them? Because, uh, you know, all those YouTubers got books. Dan and Philip, uh, Shane Dawson, uh, they all have their books. And the books are, I don't think any of them are written by the actual people. I think they just, can we just, can we just hire? It doesn't matter. These people's books, like, are nothing to be added to, like, a great library. Like, if, if a, like, if a civilization were to find their books, it would tell them nothing. <laughs> it would just be. I'd tell them a lot. It would just tell them, uh. This man like being popular. I I think that maybe I don't know. YouTube's such a big thing. Maybe it'll it'd be like, damn, these people really cared about themselves this much. This man wrote a book about himself. 
What has he done? If the Washington Library of Congress TikTok was burning down, I would I would run in and make sure that the the books I save so humanity can see in the future were YouTuber books. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is that like I do you find it weird though when talking about YouTube that like the popular YouTuber or like the whoever's popular it always comes down to like some sort of sexualization of like an underage star. Like when you're taught, like when I'm, when you think of, uh, I'm thinking of Vine, you think of, uh, what's his stupid ass name? Uh, little boy. Jacob Sartorius. Jacob Sartorius. He was very sexual. He was super sexual. You know? Yeah. And then you have people like, uh, Chris DeLot, who's the popular TikTok artist? You know who I'm talking Chris, about? Chris DeLot. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know his last name. She's 15 and she's like. Oh, I thought it was a guy. No, I've just honestly I've just seen the name. No, so but I like it was a guy, uh, whatever her name is, Chris D'Angelo. I don't know what her name is, but Stick she's that, fifteen yeah. and she's become she's the biggest uh, tick. She's like the most popular TikTok TikTok star or whatever. But like the song she dances to is like like the songs would be like I'll be riding on your dick and it's like Jesus really? yeah it's just like not exactly like that but they're very sensual and they're very. The sexual in nature. That is weird. They're like that. That shit always blows up, and it's like allowed to. And it's not just like this era. Like you look back at fucking Britney Spears, right? Yeah, Shirley Temple. <laughs> I mean, yes, one hundred percent. But I just why? Why? What? One? Why? If if they're kids, why can't they become famous doing something like Ryan toys toy reviews and? Uh, being taken advantage of by your parents for monetary gain, for exactly. example. Yeah, why, why, do with my kid. why do they have to... Why are parents going around telling their kids to... to? No, do it again. That wasn't sexy enough. <laughs> I know, that's, what it, that's how it comes across. Sweetheart, you got to move your hips more. Come on, Come on, you're 15, honey. You got to start showing all the strangers on the internet that you got a tummy that you can work with. Sweetheart, I told you, you can only get a pad from the bathroom if you do the dance right and sexy enough. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I'm not a fucked up. I, just, I, I guess a part of it is also like I, I sound like a mad, deranged, middle-aged man who doesn't understand the new world of entertainment. <laughs> this is us falling out of the... Uh... <laughs> This is us becoming like those those, those adults. That yeah, like, I miss it. I miss the times where I was fifteen and I could sexualize myself on the internet. Yeah, I miss that too, man. I miss what I, happened to that. You know, now it's not fun. You and I are naked. You know, now that we're over eighteen, it's just not fun. It's, not it's fun boring, anymore, man. Just knowing that I could get some some old fuck in trouble if I went into a Walmart naked and he was glaring at my tush, dude. <laughs> You did that quite a lot, right? Yeah, so. I'd, I'd strip down naked as a ten-year-old, and, and I and I tried to get I tried to get people in trouble. Be like, oh, he took my clothes off. He'd be like, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Here's what you gotta do: go into a Walmart, yeah, and strip naked. Because you know, a lot of people first, were, I gotta get a time machine. Go back to when I was yes, ten, which is probably the hardest part of this. But but once you I'll manage your that, help on that, but I'll help you with that. Go into a Walmart and then take your clothes off, and then you know, some people leave their cars sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like while they're going down an aisle, yeah, throw your clothes into it, and then when they come back, <laughs> run up naked, and be like, "He took my clothes!" <laughs> and then he's like, "What?" And then he sees them in his cart, and he'll try to throw them out, probably. So then his fingerprints will be on them. Dude, if I was a little shit as a kid. I'd look for like you know parking lots that would have uh, you know, unlocked car doors, and then uh, I'd strip naked. I'd get in the car, and I'd get in the car, and then I'd look out for parking lot security. And I start banging on the windows. <laughs> Give that person so, but how are they going to explain the fact that there was a naked child in their car? Because the thing is, once they're arrested and taken in question, they'll be like, how did this naked child get in the car? they like, I have no idea. And that's what, that's what anyone would say that as a naked child. I have no idea. I, I honestly, that's the first thing I, I would no say. Idea. That's your, I would your say. honor, I don't know how that child got in there. Oh, so you don't know how a child he must was stripped naked and locked in your car? He's probably doing it as a joke. Oh, so it's the child's fault. Yeah, exactly. Like... You could you could end somebody by doing that. Yeah, if I were ten, or fifteen, or if you have a young cousin, you could convince them to do it. If you <laughs> want to ruin somebody's life, hey, I know months. I'm I know I'm twenty five, and you're you're a, you're my young ten year old cousin. I got a prank that would be hilarious. But first, send me a picture so I know you're serious about this prank. No, I was just trying to do a prank. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. Weird. I fucking love it. Do we should get a. Uh, we should find whatever whatever company writes those YouTuber books for the YouTubers, like the real colorful ones, and we should just hire them to write one for us and just see how it comes out. The Hallmark Channel. <laughs> yeah. 
Can we can we start writing for Hallmark? Like you the think? cards or the like the movies. movies? Yeah, we could do that. Okay, I'd love to write a Hallmark movie. Last night, once again, we were talking about our movie ideas, and you you had some good ideas for some scenes. I don't want to spoil them, but yeah, good I, shit, my I, man. I just want to create like a forty minute fun little romp with you, and I think we're we're gonna do that. It's gonna have to wait till after the quarantine for us to even get started, and then. I always think of like, oh, does that mean that then there's going to be less content on here and then people will be like, oh, you're being assholes by not uploading le our Let's Plays when you're focusing on something you want to do. I don't know. We'll have to see how people react. Pe uh, I, I get it, guys. I get it. Every time I do that voice and every time I say that, I know there's a lot of people getting upset with me. And I, and I, and I will lend – I'll give you guys this. Look, I can be an asshole and I can be unfair to, to some of you who are – who are very, very uh, nice and appreciative and respectful of uh, Matt and I and Super Mega as a business. Uh, but sometimes I got a I got a ding dang rant, and you gotta you gotta flip and deal with it, dog. You, you got you gotta let the boy blow some steam off. <laughs> exactly. My doctor said I'm not allowed to masturbate anymore uh, due to the fact that it, you don't have to get into it. Yeah, it's personal. But I gotta let loose some steam. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta be mad at you guys for something. You gotta be mad at for a little bit, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I respect that. I respect that a lot. Ah, fuck. I got scabies all over my damn skin. <laughs> Seems like it. You got some bed bugs, my man. I got horrible bed bugs. You gotta you gotta send some bed bugs over my way. I had a dream. I had bed bugs the other night, and it was a nightmare. A horrifying revelation that would be. It, it, and you've already had to have that revelation once. Yeah. And ever since I had bed bugs once. Uh, a long time ago now it's like I constantly have dream nightmares with their back yeah and I, I ugh. ew it gross was. gross shit man well anyway I guess that's about all the time we got for this week for this podcast yeah I'd say we just end it I say we just end it here do you want to end it with music like if you know the usual since, some, yeah, since yeah, we have, you know it's, 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 yeah, it's fading in right now okay good I like it yeah I don't know you know alright see you is it fading yeah it's coming in okay bye Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.